Hello, everyone, and welcome to We're Golden, where we recap the Golden Bachelor from a Golden Perspective. I'm Kim Hodges, Content Kim, and I'm 60 years old. And I'm Jody Harrison Bauer, 63. Together, we are giving the authentic baby boomer take on America's latest TV fascination. Okay. I thought this episode was filled with a lot of twists and turns. I really liked it. I thought it was super juicy and excited to get into it. What did you think? I thought it was really good, too. And my husband watched it with me this time. He did? Yeah, it was funny to hear his. Like, if you just first, if you started watching this tonight, it would probably be like watching the original Bachelorette or Bachelor. Like, you, from the very beginning, you'd be like, what in the hell is happening? Is this the Twilight Zone? But yeah. since we started from the beginning and and really have gotten to know these ladies, because there's so much to know about these ladies and mm-hmm. their, their character is so in-depth, but he really kind of got into it even by the end of the show. That's really cute. I I have to say that there wasn't a character on the show today that I didn't that I didn't embrace. You know, I really feel like we're getting to know them and I know we wanted to go over some stuff that happened since the last episode, just sort of a recap of last week's drama, not a recap, but um just Things that you and I found um, in doing our research. The thing that I came across a lot over the past week was the spat between Teresa and Kathy from last week. You know, we talked about it a lot on our recap last week, but then I saw a lot of things on TikTok, mostly on TikTok and people doing duets and calling them out. And so a lot of people were expressing their not dislike, but they didn't care for Kathy and the way she handled Teresa. And then also called Teresa out sort of the way we did, which was like, are you as dumb as a box or are you as cunning, cunning as a fox? You know, like what, what is it? Or are you evil or what is it? And I, I, I found it very amusing to see so many people talking about it. And in my opinion, I don't think Teresa is cunning. I think she's just oblivious. Oblivious. You don't think she's a little self self evolved. Oh, I I, well, I definitely think she's self interested. Yes, for sure. I think she's self interested, and I think she had some time to think about Kathy and realize, you know, she we see it that she confronts Kathy. But what did you think if you had more time to think about it from last week about Teresa and Kathy? I think that, first of all, if you just sit there and go, does age bring maturity to these little sit like how you're going to handle a conflict in reality or whatever? So the bottom line was, Kathy said it numerous times, don't do this. This is what you did, and it really hurt me. And Teresa never would acknowledge it. She never would accept it, and she would never really say, I'm sorry. Like all she had to say was, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. I'm glad that you pointed it out to me. I'll try to be more aware of it. End of story. But she, she just did, arguing she about did, it. She did say she was sorry. Finally, at the end, though. It took her, no, she said she was sorry a lot. You're, are you referring, you're referring to last week. Yes. It took her a while Not to say. Tonight, it took her a while. No, at remember the when they were sitting near the stairs last week? She said, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But I don't think she understood. The feeling I got was that she didn't understand what she was saying I'm sorry about. Because if she was actually sorry, 
she wouldn't have done what she did at the rose ceremony last week. Would have turned right around and, and done it again. Right. So that's where I think she's just really clueless. I don't think she's dumb. I, I don't think any of the women are dumb. I just think she's, don't you know that girl that's just friggin' oblivious? Like she just doesn't, she can't read the room. She's clueless. Yes, but I, but the ones that I know that I think are that way are always trying to make people feel less than. In a, in a, it, it's like this. It's like this. Bless your heart. Oh, bless her heart. I know people that's like that. Like, ha, I ha, ha. Yes. Okay. Oh, that's exactly I, what Teresa Very condescending. That's very condescending. But not even, it's like, it's like, I'm so sweet that I'm saying, oh, bless your heart. You poor, poor thing that that happened to you. And really, you're just like, can you believe that happened to that dumbass? Like, like, right. Bless her heart. Right. Right. I, I can see I, that. We, we haven't had, I don't think we have Teresa figured out yet, but we do know that Gary really likes her. And well, yeah, he definitely does. And, and he never liked Kathy. And I think Kathy probably knew that she was just kind of playing the game, but, but maybe after we found out about Kathy's husband, this just kind of made me think of it. He was a lieutenant in the Navy and he got his MBA from Harvard. So maybe her toughness is. A little bit of how she was with her, like her husband was just frank and direct. That's a really good point. That's, um, yeah, I think That's she had a, a I, I, yeah, she is. I think she had to be a hard ass, like raising a family, dealing with all the military stuff. Um, yeah, she's tough, but she's very, she has a really sweet side. And, a, and, um, when you're her friend, it's clear, like her with her with Susan, she's like, we're buds, even when. She, at the very end, when Susan got the rose, Kathy got a big smile on her face. Did you see that? I did. We'll get, we'll get to that because I don't want to tell everybody what, what happened. Yes, I, I did see that. I really did. But I'll tell you what I was really thinking when I saw that smile. So let's start, let's start with at the beginning. There's a group date and they're going to play play pickleball and every all the women are like i hope he doesn't say my name i hope he doesn't say my name because they're all hoping what at the very beginning trista comes in which is the i think maybe the only other bachelorette i watched trista. okay oh chris oh trista yes oh my god i watched that one too yes yeah. she's so and i loved I her about her I remember we were in Beaver Creek skiing and her and her husband were at the bookstore signing books because they had written a book. And I was like, I want to go. <laughs> I loved them together. I absolutely. Yeah, she was the first first bachelorette, right? Uh, OK, but Teresa grabbed her hand and started telling her story. No one else could talk. She's like, let me tell you, let me tell you. That was when I was just like, OK, you are out of my book. <laughs> Yeah, that was, that was very insensitive, which is what we called her last, last week. And it was obnoxious. Yeah. That, just I mean, that one thing. yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't feel, I'm not rooting for Teresa. I'm just not, I'm not rooting for her because I think she is as much as I might think she's oblivious and maybe I'm naive, but I think she's oblivious. That doesn't mean that she's not cunning, but I think she's more like almost, you know, when somebody's really smart, but they're oblivious and they can't read the room. That's what she reminds me of. And unless she's just, we'll find out if she's just really, really dumb. I don't know. I hate saying that word. So, because I don't want to think that she is, but um, the fact that she took Trista's hand like that and was, 
And I, let me tell you, I had the first, I had the first day, like, come on, Teresa, get your shit together. Yeah. Everybody knows that. <laughs> yeah. Like forget it. All right. So on the group day, he takes everybody except for Leslie. So Leslie gets the one-on-one and they're all really excited to play pickleball and you're the pickleball lady. So how did you think they did? Um, I thought El- I thought Ellen was going to be really good, and they didn't show very much. You can always have a lot of bad shots with your right, right. Like, Maybe she could have been a little bit better. It was funny to watch that some of them, like poor Susan, had at didn't seem to have a whole lot of coordination. No, <laughs> she no. Kind of towards the end, but I have to say, April's fall, her fake fall, was hysterical. It was so obvious that she that was fake. At first, I was like, "Oh my God, are they really going to go with that?" And then when Ooh. she when she said that wink, I was like, yes. <laughs> She's such a character. Oh, we have to note that Joey, who's going to be the next Bachelor, was on there. So he's um, – I watched the season with Charity. I was rooting for him. I wanted him to be the person she picked. But he came um, – he didn't make it, you know, but he was down to the final two. And I'm so glad he's the Bachelor. I I just – isn't he adorable? He's really cute. Yeah, he's, he's a tennis pro. very good demeanor. And you say he's a tennis pro? Yeah. That's why- Keeping him the pickleball or helping him with the pickleball. Yeah. So cute. You know, so the cute. The pickleball was cute. And I loved all the, the team outfits. The team uniforms were really cute. Their names were really cute. Before they put those on, though, April definitely won the cutest pickleball outfit. The, the baby blue that had the matching top and skirt. So cute. The other outfits, I was like, ooh. I know. I know. I thought they, I thought they did it. I thought they did it really, really well. It was cute. He was watching them. Jesse was the referee. Trista was there. I thought it was very cute. I don't really know why they brought Trista in, to be honest with you. I I mean, it's cute. I don't know if they're trying to bring in old bachelors and bachelorettes to just get some, some viewing time. I mean, it was cute, but like, for what reason? Well, so at the very beginning, she gave advice, and it was for everyone to, to be the, their real self. So maybe I, say one little thing. You didn't get to hear it very well because Trista grabbed her hand so fast. Right, <laughs> that that's true. You didn't really true. get to hear Trista very much. No, um, but I, I mean, it, it was good to it was good to see her. All right, so now we go to they get a final, and Kathy and Ellen win. I thought, so they get their picture in some National Pickleball magazine. Had you ever heard of it? Yes. The magazine, the yes. pickleball, like ping pong, is supposed to be the best sport for your brain. And they listed pickleball with ping pong, not like tennis, but even though any racket sport does it, those two, it's like your reaction time. It's your process of strategy and everything and your feet moving at the same time. Like all of that together is really good for your brain for like prevention of dementia for memory loss, all kinds of things like that. Hmm. I, that's good. I should probably play. So Ellen should be really with if She's playing four times a week. <laughs> you know what? Ellen has really grown on me. I, she, she might get, I, I told you at the very end, I like her a lot more now, but it, it, she, if you're with her one-on-one a lot, she may get on your nerves a little bit because she gets a little giddy and, and going and talking about me, 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 like that sort of, I know. Cute. And then at the same time, maybe gets old to be a lot. I, don't know. I know. So now the game is over. They get their picture taken with Gary for this magazine, this pickleball magazine. And Sandra, Sandra comes and she, because she was on, no, she wasn't on the winning team. Sandra sits down with Gary. And I think this is like really the first time they really get to 
sit down and talk to each other? I feel like there was one other time. Brief, but this one seemed more meaningful, probably because there's less women now. Mm -hmm. Yes, for sure. Yeah. The other one was a quick conversation, and I feel like she got a rose for it, and I can't remember what it was, but it was like a situation as opposed to a real sit down and talk. So this okay. is the yeah, yeah, so they sit down, and he says to her, I didn't know. I heard that your daughter's getting married today, and you're here. Like, he was just, you know, very appreciative. He said, thank you. That means so much to me. And guess what? We're going to FaceTime your daughter right now. And which was really, really sweet. It was very cute watching them try to figure out FaceTime because we all get a little confused about that. Yeah. And uh I thought that was really sweet. I started. I, I Gary's really becoming more endearing to me. What did you think of that scene? Uh, that that I thought the same thing on that one. I was kind of like, OK, I'm being hard on him because I do think that was really nice. It was, it was really nice. He was being very sincere. And, um, do I think they have a connection? Not at all. Not at all. Uh, wait. But she was such a ball of fire. Even Joe was like, how old is she? 74, two? She is 70. She's 75. Oh, wow. Yeah, she's 75. So first of all, she may look better than anybody. I mean, seriously. And she's got the way she was hitting those balls. She was, she went all the way out to the audience. She's got some game. She's, she's fire. She's really, she's a pistol. Yeah. And I think Gary sees that. And I think he just, I think that's what's kept her around is she's feisty and she's fun. And she's also very uh, direct and kind. Like she, she puts it, she tells it like it is, just like it is. She is confident. She's not trying to be anybody's best friend. She no. is there to get to know Gary, but she's not being selfish about it. She has the perfect balance of being a woman, being friends, still being interested in Gary. And I think she handles herself with grace and poise and intelligence on all different levels. I say kudos to her. She's a hot ticket. I, I really love her, but I don't think there's a love connection there. No, I agree. I right. think there's but a I lovely will- friend connection. But it was good. I mean, she was a good pick for the show because I feel like it's a lot more interesting to watch people like that, to watch people who are empowered to be themselves. Yes. And that's exactly what she is. Like when I watch her, I get a little motivated or I get kind of like, I'm like, I like her. She could be my friend. (laughs) Yes. And the thing is what you see with so many successful women, business women, is that they feel like they have to put this hard shell up sometimes. And I, and I just feel that she was the perfect balance of, of being a strong woman, a force, but still very feminine and open. And I, I just think, I think she has it all together. I really do. And hashtag goals for being 75. I know. Seriously. I mean, in five years, she'll be 80. That's amazing. I know. know. No, she's, we, we, we really, we like her. Go Sandra. Yeah. Then comes some drama. So everybody's, you know, washed up and in their cute little day dresses. And Teresa decides to pull Kathy aside to tell her that, you know, she's really sorry for everything that happened last week. Right? Yes. But how did she start that conversation? Did she say, I'm sorry? Or did she say, are we okay? 
she said, are we okay? She did not start it out by saying, I'm sorry. So I misspoke, I guess. Uh, I was, I guess in my mind, I was thinking she was going to do it, but I wrote in my notes, Teresa is clueless. <laughs> and I wrote in my notes, she is so full of shit. <laughs> so tell me why, why don't I see the full of shit so much? I, why can I see it? Maybe you're right. And I'm just being hard on her, but I think people who sit there and, and, kind of brag like she did is completely you think she's a mean girl she's just so self-possessed that she can't even you're and it's probably what you're saying only I see it as she's so self-absorbed that she doesn't see it not that she's clueless she's so self-absorbed that she cannot see that beyond her she can't see beyond herself she can't even get out past here like she can't even admit that she could have possibly done something wrong either because she's so worried about herself being okay with Teresa. I mean, with Kathy that, that she can't even say, gosh, I maybe did something wrong instead of it's no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's make it, let's just gloss over it. So it's like a pretty picture. That's really all she wants is a pretty picture so she can be okay. Right. Well, I think we all know, I think we all know like a mom from our, from when we took our kids to school, a mom that was just seemed a little flighty, but she always got what she wanted. She came in for the kill. She was like flighty, flighty, flighty and did her shit behind the scene and then came in for the kill, whether it was to get whether it was to get her kid with the right kindergarten teacher or on the right bus for a trip, it, she was the mom who did it. You would, she would be completely unsuspecting, right? But that is not flighty, flighty, flighty. That is conniving and manipulative. Yeah. Okay. We, we shall see. Yeah, we shall see. But also, so maybe Kathy has seen these people a lot in her life too. And and seeing that in her, and maybe that's why she had such a hard time articulating the full story. Because you would think if you heard the one little story that she said, to oh, we'll get there, we'll get there. Yeah. So they just so again, Kathy says, I she was like shaking her head. She was like, why don't you get it? She's like, just zip it, zip it. And you know that's what we titled our show last week was zip it. Because she said that so many times last week, and then she said it again. So, I mean, come on, Teresa, you you need to get this. But I think she walks away from it um, not satisfied with the way the conversation went. Did you also see when when whenever she heard the word zip it, it pissed her off? Really pissed she, her off. She, she squinted that one eye, and I'm like, <laughs> ooh, she's pissed. <laughs> She was pissed. Yeah, you saw her, you saw her, um, not being the meek little girl that she was last week. She started to like get those shoulders back. Yeah, she was pissed. She was mm-hmm. like, I've had enough of this shit. Yeah. So yeah. it's, um, it's too bad that they had that, that back and forth. But so we go from get once again, Kathy telling her again, sort of reprimanding her, telling her to zip it. And then. Gary sits down with Teresa. And were you surprised by their conversation? Mm-hmm. I, I was too. I did not. Go ahead. Tell. Yeah. Well, did he, I'm trying to remember I when you said, am I surprised about it? It made me think, did he 
bring it up and ask her how it was going? How did that start? No, I think she, I think she told him, I think she initiated the conversation. I think she let him know that because I don't, she, oh, right. She started right away where she said, you know, that was so nice of you to come up to my bedroom last week and, and be so nice to me. And he said, oh yeah. He said, I wanted to ask you how everything's going, you know, alluding to that predicament, that situation with Kathy. And then she says, okay, so no, this is, so this is exactly the scenario. If this had been in real life, she would turn around and tell the other friends that he asked her that question. So you would assume he brought it up and asked the question. Instead, she tricked him into asking the question. Okay, you're right. See? Mm-hmm. Right. That's why I was so surprised about the conversation because I thought she's not going to bring this up again. Like they already talked about it last week. Now she's going to act like the meek little demure lamb that's being bullied by the, the, whoever you, uh, bullies the lamb. Uh, yeah. The wolf. The wolf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The wolf, like in Little Red Riding Hood or something. I don't know. So it's, um, she did. He fell right into that trap. You are absolutely right. And you could tell he was, he was annoyed. Annoyed. And he believed he took her at face value. Yes, Everything he did. she said, he didn't really question too much. Mm-mm. No, yeah. he, he wants to believe her. He, and so the next, the next scene is Gary sits down with Kathy and he confronts her with, hey, you know, what's what's going on? And you can see Kathy, like, starting to squirm a little bit. And she's not really sure how she's going to get herself out of this pickle after playing pickleball. Uh, she, you know, and then she says, she does she really say what happened? Or Gary just heard enough, right? Gary... First of all, I like that Gary didn't let her slide. Like he's, he he actually, what what Gary did was verbatim said, Teresa said that you told her to zip it. Right. Which I like that he said the exact, the exact line and that that was harsh. That was a harsh way to talk to somebody. But Mm -hmm. Kathy only told the story about the second time she didn't tell the story about the very beginning when Teresa was just like diary of the mouth about everything that was going on. Right. She and then did it again on the same night. She only right. told the second part. So Gary didn't really so he went. You could tell he was apprehensive and he didn't think that was a good enough reason and he was just gonna go with what Teresa had said. Right. Didn't you get that? He was only going with what Teresa had said. Yeah. And he wanted to get confirmation. And I'm really glad that he called Kathy out on it. I think he was a a stand up man. He wasn't being meek. He wasn't being mean. He wasn't meek. He wasn't mean. He was very, very mature about the way he said it. I heard this. And, you know, basically, why did you say this? I, I didn't think that was a nice thing to say to somebody. And I was like, Absolutely. Call her out on it. And not that I want to see anything bad happen to Kathy, but it's like, let's, let's call these ladies out on their shit. He's, he has a very diplomatic way of bringing it to the table, handling it with very 
delicate hands to where no one's offended. It's just mm-hmm. like we're having a conversation, which all goes back to his skills from his jobs. <laughs> sales, sales. Yes, he's he has finesse. Mm-hmm. He knows the nuances of of talking to people and he's yes he's very good at it but I loved to me I loved how confident and direct he was mm-hmm. like I'm standing in my I'm standing in my power and I am going to ask you a direct question without being an asshole there was yeah. nothing there was nothing assholeish about it at all no it was diplomatic yet he was still open to hear the answer that's when he started winning me over I was yeah. like mm, okay but- he, but I think he's so smitten with Teresa. Mm. Kathy could have said anything, and he may not have heard it. You could be right about that, but I, I think he, I think he's going to see Teresa for her true colors soon. I think her true colors are going to come out. I hope. I don't know. I'll, I'll, yeah, I, I I'm sure he wants to have. I'm sure he wants to. You know, get her in in the suites. Um, yeah, there's a big the little one because she's yeah. so cute and tiny. <laughs> Um, and then, okay, so they talk about the zip, and then he gave somebody a special rose. Oh, Sandra. So he gives Sandra after that. Oh, it was just after the date. He After the group date, he got to give one rose. So it was to Sandra because she sacrificed her time with her daughter, which I would have never done, but maybe it was the Me second either. wedding. I don't know. Me either. Yeah. I wouldn't have, unless her, I mean, I can't imagine if I went on the show and my daughter was getting married and she's like, no, mom, you go ahead. I was be like, no, I'm not going to go on a reality show and miss your wedding. Are you crazy? She said, I found my love. You go find yours. That was sweet. Can you imagine our daughter saying that to us? No, they'd Maybe be like, they would. not the one, mom. This is bullshit. <laughs> right, mom, get off TV. Come to my wedding. I need you. Um, but I thought that was very sweet. And you know what? I didn't, I don't have a problem. I don't like, didn't like when he gave out the pity rose, like when he gave it to Kathy last week. And he even said to her, I gave you a special rose. Like, he, I think he wants to say, look, I was in your corner. Like, I gave you a special rose because I knew you were having a tough time with this last week. And now you're still, like, you're still being mean. And I think that's why he had it with her. And then, and I think it was lovely that he gave Sandra the rose. I know we love Sandra, but in that particular case, I thought it was appropriate. I didn't have a problem with that. I did not think it was a pity rose. No, I don't think so either. I think he felt flattered that she made the decision to do that, I guess. Yeah, no, I I do too. Um, And then... Then he goes on his one-on-one with Leslie. Mm-hmm. And I just thought they were so cute. Leslie has such a young energy. Gary has a young energy too. I, I do like them together. I like that she said she was scared to go on that ATV. I I would have been really scared. How about you? Oh, I would have too. And that, that was the, my husband does, is so out on us. That was the first thing he said was, I wouldn't get on that thing. <laughs> I wouldn't get on it. I would be so scared, and I wouldn't get on it without him. I would have said, no, I'm jumping on yours. I'm not driving my own. She was going very slow. I And, I mean, I, like, I would do the same thing. I'm not criticizing her for it. But I, I do – I think she really likes him. Oh, I think she does, too. She was also eating a little bit of dirt. I was glad he finally let her pull in front. Oh, he was, she was. I didn't see that, but that makes sense. Oh, it was gross. It was gross. Um, but I, she was such a trooper. She's, I, I really like 
her spirit and how how just young her energy is. So she's been divorced twice, single mom. You know, look, I've only been, I was married for 17 years, divorced until I met married Frank. I was, you know, in relationships, but basically, you know, on and off single for 18 years until I married. Yeah, because I got divorced in 2002 and I got married in 2019. And she was single for 22 years. Yeah. So after, after two marriages, she had two divorces. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wait, I'm trying to figure out how long I was, let's see, 17 years I dated, 17 years. And I was a single mom too. I mean, I'm, you know, Frank's not the father of my children. So yeah, it's not, it's not easy at all. And so in in a lot of ways, I find her incredibly relatable. And then I found out that her birthday is the day after mine. So we're even Capricorns. So yeah, I just, I like their energy together. I think it's very genuine. I did like their energy together. And I thought she was really cute the way that, that, that she, she does have, a, I mean, first of all, she looks great and she does have a lot of energy. I mean, like fun energy. Fun and joyful. Like let's explore together. I'm open to. And see- listening to her and Gary talk on that, that, so I do feel like Gary, whoever he's with, he's going to be one of those people who's all in on their life and their life together. Even though I still think he has a little bit of this love bombing thing going on. That's like that manipulative thing that maybe under, maybe come in like, Oh, you shouldn't do that. Oh, you should do that little bit of that. Mm-hmm. So, but I, but I did think after watching them together, I was like, okay. He is going to be probably fun to be around if you're married to him. I think like, so. All I, on board. Yeah, I think he really wants to enjoy life. He wants to find somebody. He's worked. He's made his money. He's got his home. And I really think he's just looking for somebody to, you know, walk through the pasture with, run through the pasture with, smell the roses, and, you know, have all types of adventures. I can see them together. I actually think in a little bit of a way that he's a little too quote unquote old for her. I shouldn't be saying that, but I am just looking at her. She's 64. He's 72. So they're only eight years apart. Right. But I think big eight years. Say that again. Eight years is big when you get older. Yeah. That's a lot of living. Right. Yeah. But, but I do like them together. I really do. So that, so that made me think that, He said it was Trista that told him, pick the one you can't live without, not the one you can live with. And that, and remember we were like, is that a sign of maturity or a catchy phrase? But it was Trista that told him that, which was maybe what she used to pick her guy. I don't know. And I thought that was, that's, I, you know, excuse me if I'm being corny, but I thought that's a beautiful sentiment and um, choose the person you can't live without. That's just another way of looking at finding your love, finding your person. Do not want to spend a day without them. Yeah, that's the truth. And and it kind of goes to that anyway, because even if you broke up, like when you were younger, if you'd break up, it didn't matter what was going on, that whenever that happened, those people always got back together, like over and over and over. (laughs) Right. Well, you know what, even with um, Suzanne Summers passing away, which was so sad, um, she's, her husband put up a lot of posts. And he said that they've been together for 40, they were together for 44 years. And of those 44 years, they never spent more than an hour away from each other. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine? 
no. That I mean, I think that's really, really hard. But I think she was also like the breadwinner, the I think so. successful one. But yes. you know what? So Paul and Linda McCartney never spent a night apart in their entire marriage. Wow. Yeah. I can't imagine that. <laughs> I mean, I think it's really sweet. Those are nice yeah. goals. I haven't had that ever. So, I mean, it's a nice thing to think about. I don't know. I mean, no, I, I think it's awesome. I think some people just are like, they are, they just feed off each other all day long. Like they get their energy from each other. They, they push each other to be the best version of themselves. Like it's a nonstop chemistry thing. Yeah. Like that. It's a best friend. It's a yeah, best it's like friend. A best friend, but your lover too. So yes. Yeah. And that's what everybody always says is find your best friend, find your lover. So I mean, I think it's really cute. So now we go to one of the things that Leslie says is, um, oh, I wrote down, I would never want this date because of the ATV, right? Oh, and then once again, she talks, I mean, we've talked about this in the past. She said, I feel, while well, she was dr driving the ATV, I feel so cared for and I feel mm -hmm. so special. So I love that these women, which is so different from the regular bachelor, is that these women, the biggest difference I think everybody is going to see is that these women can express the way they feel in a very mature way. And because you don't hear younger people saying that because maybe they don't even understand those feelings. But at this point in our lives, you do. I think I I think it's because like like you we've talked about this before they've had so many experiences in their life that they know who they are and it's not like we don't screw up and make really stupid decisions still right. and like really have bad days where you feel insecure and have a lot of doubt but you're more sure-footed you're more self-confident and you're more aware about what's going on in life and kind of what you need what you need to have a good life yes and so and that's another – none of these women are really putting on too much of a fake show except for maybe Teresa. I don't know. Because I feel like everyone is has – you know what? Everyone on the show has a whole lot of personality yes. and stands their own ground except for Teresa. Does she – I haven't really seen a personality kind of about her. No, Have you? No, no. I think that we're seeing like, I, I just see a very mousy, mousy personality, but you're right. Susan, we know who Susan is. She's got this big personality. We know Faith. She's like kind of crunchy granola singer person. And uh, Leslie, to me, free spirited. And nobody, there's no conflict between the women. They're very respectful of one another. So the, the biggest difference in all of these women and Teresa is that she's the one who doesn't seem to respect the boundaries, right? Right. And she's not yeah. in any of the, like, no one seems to be cheering her on. Like Nobody. even Nancy, we haven't seen a lot of her, but even the little bit that we see the response from the other women is huge. You can see it on their faces when anybody says her name or, I mean, it's there right? with everyone. Right. Well, we're going to, we're their little group that they created last week, the Askin group, uh, mm -hmm. that was, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that at the end, but, um, but let me ask you. So I think, so why were we talking about this? Let's go back to that. Oh, about faith being her. 
true self and putting herself out there like that. Mm-hmm. I think most of the women on here are putting themselves out there as them true as their true self and also unapologetically like this is who I am and if you don't like it, F off. Right. And I don't think they're doing it in like a bitchy way. They're just saying, This is me. This is this I, is me. I I don't know how to be anybody else but me. And so. I don't have time or energy to no. fight. Yeah. No, no. So that goes right into Leslie got a rose on the day. Oh yeah. They end up in the um in the hot tub, which was very cute. So he asked her if she'll take the rose. He wanted to give her the rose. Um so she gets the rose, of course, because there's a huge connection. And then April talks about I put down April L O L and now see this is what happens. Oh no, no April L O L. Okay, so Susan starts a game with the ice cream. Oh yes, yes. Okay. Thank God you remember. <laughs> And no, that's what I wrote down in the house. Never have I ever. And I looked at my notes and I said, see, this is what happens, you guys, when you get to be our age. I write my notes in the house. They play never have I ever. And I was like, what does that mean? I don't even remember. But I mean, I know what it means, but I, I forgot what I wrote in my notes. Okay. So April, yes. So those, there's, the questions are so cute and they're so funny. And Kathy soon realizes that she never, she's the only one who never had sex with anybody in a, in the back of a seat of a car or front seat of a car or anything. Yes. And, and there was only one person who answered, who ate on every single question. April. April and Joe said she just endeared herself to all men. Yes, yes. <laughs> but they said, but one of the questions was, have you ever kissed another woman or have you ever been sexual with another woman? And it was Susan who said yes. And April. April. Oh, that's right. Cause she, she <laughs> had the scoop too. Yes. No, they were but very, Susan, very cute. But Susan did not like that April said, uh, she kissed another person's, another woman's husband. Right. I saw yeah. that. Yeah, so she answered all of them at sex at the workplace. What <laughs> Even Sandra. I know. That was so funny. Oh, my God. They were very, very Sandra cute said, Sandra said, and if I was married, I still would have done it, and I wouldn't have been sorry. <laughs> you know, she's, a pish, she's a pistol. I'm telling you. She really is. So Leslie, um, I love him. Okay, we, we we know we love them with we love him with Leslie. Um let me ask you this really quick. Do you think Leslie telling him that she was abandoned and hurt and all these things, but she feels really safe with him? Is that, is that a, put a lot of pressure on him? I don't think so. I think that when you are married, divorced, married, divorced, trying to find love, starting relationships, ending them. I'm sure she had a few toxic ones in there also. I think that when you're in all different kinds of relationships, you know, there were times where I felt like maybe a little bit abandoned in a relationship. So I, I think she was just saying that because she really wanted him to get to know who she really was. Like, this is who I am. If you're going to step in and you're going to be all in, I just want to let you know that these are the feelings that I have. And I think, I think they're kind of normal to have, you know, oh, by definitely. the time you're 64. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I thought she was being vulnerable and I think he really enjoys to be, enjoys being with a woman who is vulnerable. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he like he likes that. He emotes. So we're halfway through and yeah. Then we go to the scene with Susan, and he gives Susan a gift. I This was before the rose ceremony. 
And they, okay, so for, they were all sitting in there before, and that's when you got to see all of their dresses. Mm-hmm. And this is what I was talking about compared to last week when the designer came on. Those dresses were so matronly. All the dresses that the ladies had on tonight were awesome. They were beautiful. I have I to tell the you, they were. The was the best. The cut was the best. But Susan's pink with the pants, the way it all cut in on her, and that looked so good. So on her. beautiful. And even Kathy. Kathy looked sexy. Mm-hmm. I mean, she had that off the shoulder. It was, it was very, it was very pretty. She looked so feminine. Yeah, they, they all looked really good. I'm cracking up at Kathy though. Oh, but wait, Teresa's dress was the worst. It was that everyone else had on these elegant dresses and she had on a shorter black, a little bit of an A line. It didn't look like a formal dress like everyone else had on. I'm trying to think. I don't even remember what it looked like. I mean, I remember Susan. I remember Kathy and April, Faith. Um, they Kathy. all had. Yeah, I don't remember what Kathy had on. I mean, Teresa had on. She had to stand up and when he walked in for some reason. I can't remember. But it was just a short A-line. Yeah, she's always wearing a short dress because she likes to show off her legs. So he, he pulls Susan aside, and she's looking stunning in her pink. And um, he gives her pink quartz rock, and he says um, that she reminds – well, she, he said that the quartz stands for empathy and strength, which are two characteristics that she has. And he says, you remind me – and not in an icky, weird way, but these are characteristics that Tony had, his his deceased wife. And that really brought her to tears because he said this, which means so much to me. So I, I thought that was very sweet. It didn't seem creepy or weird. It didn't seem creepy or weird. But also the fact that these women have been single for this many years and then having a guy actually say these things to them was so, it's so, like, it just touches them. It's because it's nice to hear that from anyone. Mm-hmm. But when you're not around someone that you're really close with, that you have been with for years or your kids, you're not going to hear that from anyone. Right. No, and I think it's... That hopefully they'll leave and go, I deserve to hear this from somebody. And I think that is, that's sort of the feeling we're getting from everybody who's left is that, you know, I learned so much about myself. I learned to open up more and maybe this was just what I needed because I can't remember who said it. It was Ellen says it at one point. Oh, we did we miss that whole scene where Ellen is sitting down? Oh no, this is still during this time before the rose ceremony. Ellen sits down with him and she says, I'm I'm falling in love with you. Sorry, I'm skipping over to oh, that was the next thing that happened. But but on your point about Susan, is that yes, these women are feeling feelings that they haven't in a very, very long time because they either they didn't find somebody that they could share these feelings with, maybe felt like, as so many women over 60 feel, well, this is it. This is how it's going to be. And then they get this spark. As Ellen said, she hasn't felt this spark. She didn't even know if she would ever feel it again. And she tells Gary that she's being really honest with him. And she says within like two minutes of them sitting down, I'm falling in love with you. And he reciprocates and said, you know, I feel the same. Or you He said, know. I'm in the same place. I'm in the same place. So do you think he's not, he's like got one foot in? I think, I don't think love would have come to mind for him yet, maybe. And that's why he said, I'm in the same place about, I haven't felt these feelings in a long time. Like, I think oh. he was going along with all the other stuff, but he didn't say, 
I'm falling in love with you. He did not. So, so I felt like that was, so if he, if he was, he would have said it, don't you think? I think he knows it's too soon to say that to any of them, because if he tells her that and there are six women left, uh, uh-uh, it's going to be really, really hard for her, him to pull that back. None of the, none of the main characters, the bachelor or the bachelorette ever tell anybody that they're falling in love with them until maybe they're down to the last two. Because it's obvious those are the two that are going to be proposed to or getting proposed. So you need to know that the feelings are there. Um, So I thought it was very bold for Ellen to say that she was falling in love with him. But I say kudos, girlfriend. You know, we're on – she's 70 years old. Go for it. Yeah, she said, I I have to say it. If I don't get to say it now, I'm never going to get to say it. So I might as well get to say it. I I loved that. I was going to go back to that part we were talking about just before. If if you take anything from this show, it is speak up and give people compliments and tell them things that you're thinking. Like, good God. It's so clear on there how much it means to people who don't get to hear it all the time. That's a great point. It's so good because life goes by really fast. It does. And I was thinking, I had a, I was thinking about the, what people, the impact people make in your life when they do things. So when people are, of women especially and men authentically themselves the impact that has on you mm-hmm. like if they're putting themselves out there doing something it makes you go okay this is good I want to be like that when I'm that age or I I wish I could do that yeah. like have the gumption to do that so it's you're even if you're scared and you're doing it you're really helping so many people oh yeah that's really really such a good point you are and this is you know speak your truth don't don't hold it back. Speak your truth. Life goes by way too fast for you to hold it in. Let somebody know that you love them. Let somebody know that you think they're terrific. Yeah, and call your mom if you can. And call your mom if you can. You're so funny. So then the next scene is, um, we Gary even cries a little bit with the Ellen thing, right? In their little thing. I think he cries because of what she says to him. Because it really touches his heart that she's having these feelings for him and that he's relating in that way. And that he, him, him crying didn't bother me this time. No, but did he say at the end or did they talk to him alone where he said hearing somebody feels that way about you? Oh, he did cry because I haven't heard that since my wife. Right. I think that's what he said. Okay. Yeah. And so then we go to, he meets up with Nancy because he's trying to talk to everybody for the, before the rose ceremony. And in a lot of these bachelor and bachelorette um, shows, there's so many people that they don't have time to really have any time unless they do a one-on-one, they really don't have much time with the other people. So they don't get, they, they don't really get to know them, but then he goes, well, wait, and, he picks that one-on-one time. Cause I think that's sad that Nancy really hadn't had that much one-on-one. I think Gary does. I think oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Gary picks them. So then uh, he meets up with Nancy. They go to sit down and talk. And again, right to the point, she says, I don't really feel like we have a connection here. Am no, I reading did you the not love right? her more? Yes. Yes. It's like, go Nancy. <laughs> She's like, this, there's no connection here. Let me confirm it with you. And he's like, I, I agree. There's no connection. Yeah. And off she went in the limo and out. <laughs> See ya. Yeah. Bye. But like, you know what? That's the way to do it. Don't fart around there. What do you need to sit around in the mansion for in a, in some bunk beds if you're not digging the guy? Or, or maybe she did like him. Let's just say she liked him. And 
but she didn't feel there was a connection. She just, she didn't want to sit around and waste her time. And that's, and that's the other thing about these women is like, they're not going to sit around and waste their time. And maybe if we went back and we talked about Joan, you made the point last week, said, you know what? I think she just wasn't really feeling it. And yes, her daughter had the baby. She wanted to go see the baby. I mean, you have Sandra here at Mr. Daughter's wedding, but you have Joan going home to see her daughter who already gave birth to the baby because she probably wasn't into Gary, right? Or didn't feel like they had connected. I didn't think she, I, that's what I, I, I feel like she was like, I'm out of here. And yeah. even Faith said, wait, was it, it, I get Faith and, um, Leslie. Leslie. Okay. Leslie said, if I, if it hadn't been you on the show, I would have been out of here. Correct. So I think these women are like, I'm out of here. <laughs> well, I was talking to my daughter about it. Like they don't know who the bachelor is. Like when they're chosen to be on the show, they don't know who the bachelor is until they get out of the limo that night. Oh, I did not know that. Yes, they don't. That's what she told me. And I, 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 she's pretty good on pop culture, but they don't know. They get out of the limo and they're like, hi, maybe they find out before they're in the limo. They don't have time because their phones are taken away from them. I don't know. Wow. I know, I know. So it's not like, oh no, he lives in <laughs> Indiana. Is that where he's from? Indiana, right? Yeah. Oh no, <laughs> I, I don't want, I don't want to meet him. Bye. See ya. And then they've got to cast other people. So can you imagine? No. So now they get out and they look at him and if they don't think he's cute, they're like, oh, they still have to get to know him. Or not, or, or they not. don't, or it's up to them. They don't have to get to know him. If I wasn't into him. I would just sit back and go, okay, I don't really care. If so do you remember when Kathy said, there's someone, have you, he, she said, this is about the two, this is maybe the second one, because it's only the third show. Oh, my God. Right? So it had to be the second show. Wait, one, the first one. one yeah, this is just the third episode. Wait, wait, no, this is the fourth. This is oh, episode oh, that's four. right. That's right. Okay. So this is the fourth episode. I think she said it on the second episode, that somebody is just sitting there like this, not talking to any of the girls. And when Gary walks in, do you think that's Teresa? Oh, I don't know. I, t- tonight was the first night I was like, I bet that's Teresa. Who else would it be? Unless it was Marina who went home, but I don't think it was her. Oh, I don't know. Because yeah. I don't think she was lighting up for Gary. <laughs> no, so three women sent themselves home. Marina, Joan, and now Nancy. See, that just shows you the confidence. Has that ever happened on any other show? Never. Maybe it happened well, on a show that I... They just get in, the, they get in the car and cry all the way home because they didn't get a rose? They never send themselves home. Never, ever, 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 ever. If anything... I mean, on the last season of The Bachelorette, I think uh, th- there was a lot of drama about the guy who went home um, but I, I think he sent himself home, but it was, it wasn't like this. It, it wasn't oh, this. I, I love this. Yeah. You don't see that. It's very, very, very rare. So the fact that these women are like, you know what, this isn't a good fit for me. I'm going. And I think this teaches a lot of men and women to not tolerate mediocrity. Like this isn't for me. I'm not into it. I'm not digging them. I'm not digging the whole scene. Get me out of here. And then they go. You're free yep. to go. So I love that part. So Nancy leaves, you know, no tears shed at all. Um, I'm sad to see her leave. I think she was, she was cute, but I get it. Like, I don't want to waste my time. So now we go to the rose ceremony. And again, and, all the dresses rocked. 
They did. They did, yeah. except for Teresa's, which I didn't notice. So maybe I didn't notice it because. Oh, it was they cool. changed. So, so at the, they went from the first dresses. What was that for? I don't know why. To the, they changed for some reason. They were all in these nice dresses because Susan had on the pretty pink dress. Right. After the rose ceremony, she had on a very pretty gold sequiny dress. Wow. It was really You're right. I don't know why they changed. I'm so. Before, I don't know either. Yeah. There was something before the rose ceremony. I don't know. Did you like that gold dress on her? Yeah, I thought it looked good. You didn't like it on her? Mm, I didn't. I, I like the pink better on her. I think that it, I, I, yeah, I didn't love the gold. It was a beautiful dress and she's a beautiful woman. I loved the pink on her. I think that, I don't know. I just like that. The softness of the pink was more flattering and it just brightened up her face. Yeah, I just... The gold was a pretty dress. It was a very, very pretty dress. And so we forgot to mention, so everybody bear with us, when he gave Susan the quartz, mm. and then they stood up and they and they were making out. They were kissing. They, that was a decent kiss that, that was going on there, baby. Yeah, it was a decent. And it didn't really, it didn't really make me feel, I mean, I looked away for a second and then I, they were still kids. So I looked up and I'm like, okay, it's not that bad. But then you see Kathy leaning out the door (laughs) and she's like, uh oh. And then they go to her interview and she says, you know, I'm not feeling really good about this. And if it's, and after her conver- after her conversation with Gary, she's like, I, you know, if I go home, this is going to be Teresa's fault. Didn't she say that? She did say that because and she it did kind of throw her under the bus. Teresa didn't have to say her name. Teresa didn't have to say it exactly like that. She could have said we had a little squabble. She but did th- not need to throw her under the bus. I would not have done that to anybody because why? Why would you do that? I don't know why. Maybe it's, and also she never took any credit. Like she couldn't even say to Gary, maybe I offended her. Oh no, she she wasn't, she wasn't going to make herself look bad at all. But but Teresa, but Kathy sticking her head out and looking was hysterical. It was really, really funny. And then they sat down and she says to Susan, what's in the box? And Susan very nicely, very, very elegantly just said, oh, oh, he gave me a quartz rock and, Kathy was like, oh, that was, that's really nice, you know, mm-hmm. and I think she did think it was nice, but I, she knew that she, it, it didn't look good for Kath. It it looked like she was probably going home. No, but let me ask you, on the other shows, are the girls that adept, I mean, are they just, do they see it that clearly, like these women have, like, I'm probably going home? Yes. They do? Okay. They do, and part of it is the editing, right? Uh, what the producers want the audience to see, and I think this I think this show was was done really really well. I don't think they made anybody look like the villain. And Kathy even says, "I'm not the villain," right? She even uses that word, the villain, because she's watched enough Bachelor shows to know that there's always a villain. So she's like, "I'm not the villain." So I, I yeah, you always see like one or two girls going, "I don't know, I think I might be going home," because either they don't get enough face time with the lead or they know that they did something to mess up. So, um, you know, so we go to the, we go to the rose ceremony. Everybody looks great. 
and um, he gives a rose to, do you want to go through them? Did you write them down? Sandra is sick, and she already has a rose. so she's I was not- wondering, I was going to ask you, I put a note, where did Sandra go? She got sick? She had ice cream, and then she, she's lactose tolerant, so her stomach hurt. Okay. She must have done more than one of the questions that we didn't get to see. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. she played the game, and she got a tummy ache. And the rest were, and then and then Nancy sent herself home. So there were still six girls up there and four roses. So two had to go home from that group. Right. Okay. So he gave a rose to Ellen, who's the pickleball lady. Um, he gave it to Faith, Susan, and I thought Susan looked a little surprised. She did look a little surprised. But did you see, so that's when Kathy's face before that was sheer terror. And then when Susan got the rose, Kathy just got the biggest smile. She did. It was so sweet. She did. She, I think she was happy, but she was also terrified that she was going home. I think, you know, when you're smiling, but you're crying also. Oh, I just thought she was happy for her. <laughs> I think she, I think she was sincerely happy, but I think she also looked like she was about to cry. I, she looks so sad. That made me sad. And then, and you know, then he gives the last rose to Teresa. We're like, and April, I mean, April went home. April and Kathy went home. And Ooh. I, I am surprised, but we never saw, really saw him connecting with April. And I don't know. I just think their personalities didn't jive. I think he's looking for adventure, fun, spunk. She was spunky. I think he, he may be too boring for her. I think his type of adventure and fun is like like the nature thing. I don't know any of the other girls would have liked the nature besides Leslie. I was thinking of that because I know people that are like, they, you know, you see these couples going out into nature and hiking and biking. And I'm like, no, that's not for me. That's not for me. Put me in a five-star hotel. Um, no, I'm not doing the, the biking and the hiking. Good for you go for it. So she might not be that way. She was adorable. I'm going to miss her. I thought she was very cute. I still, I I really like her. So now we have, yeah, six shows. Yeah. I can't wait until the hometowns. No, that'll be They are going to be so good. So who do we have? We have our superlatives next. All right. So we have, what's the first one? Style? Who's the best style? Who's the best style? So it's either, oh, my God, look at that. It's, last week we said Susan and April, and those are the two I'd pick this time, too. I picked Susan. Okay. I just, uh, I just, I, I, she looked really pretty in the, in the purple, in the lavender pickleball. She looked, I don't know, I think the way she puts herself together is very nice. And I just, when, when she came on screen in that pink dress, I was, holy cow, she looks yeah. amazing. I think I think she wins for me too because it was in all of her outfits that she looked good. She really did. And then April would be second, but Susan, uh, let's give her all the, way, the all the way around. I think April looked gorgeous at the rose ceremony. I she always looks really pretty, but she looked like angelic. She did. That's not. You mean that's not her real mo? I or- I don't know. I mean, I just thought she looked. I I it fit her. I think she's just. I I, I really like her. All right, so we give si- Susan the style, and then who? Do, what do we have next, Kim? You go pot, through them. Because so we have the pot stirring gal, which is to me. We and last week we said okay. The first week we said 
you said Kathy. I said Leslie. Last week we both said Teresa, and I'm going with Teresa again. I'd have to go with uh, Teresa, too. Wow. Teresa, yeah. She's just... I would be very surprised if he ends up with her. With but I think I think she's going to go the distance, though. Oh, she's definitely going to go the distance. Yeah, yeah. There's something uh, about her physique. And you said he was going to go with the dark-headed girl, didn't you? Yeah, how many brunettes do we Wait, have? That's all we have left, isn't it? No, Ellen is the only blonde. Oh, yeah, the rest are all, mm-hmm, there we go. There you we go. You all about that one. Okay, the next one is best flirt. Mm. The first week we had Leslie. The second week we had Leslie. <laughs> what did we have last week? Leslie. Oh, so every week we've had Leslie as the best flirt? I only have her down for two weeks. Yeah, that's all we've done. The first week we didn't do this. Okay. Oh, okay. Week. I would say this week. I didn't feel like Leslie was flirting with him. I think they were just relating. I would say that the biggest flirt this week was Ellen. Uh-huh. I think so, too. Did you see Ellen on the pickleball court doing this? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She was a little, got on my nerves a little yeah. bit on the pickleball court. But, you know, give it your all, girls. You're out there. You're auditioning for the next <laughs> wife of Gary. So, you know, give it your best, <laughs> give it your best shot. Okay, the best in bed vibe. First week, you gave it to Teresa. I gave it to Edith, which just cracks me up. <laughs> cracks me and up then uh, week, this, the last week, we both gave it to April because of her uh, Frankie, Frankie Valley. Valley. Uh, I would say best in bed. Best in bed vibe. You know, <sighs> I'm going to go with Leslie this week. I I just see them I see them vibing together I just really do so I'm gonna say best in bed and she you know in that hot tub scene she was she was you know they were making out pretty good mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with Leslie here but it's who you think so but it could be also who you think just gets the best in bed award so April could have gotten it for all the things that she's been up to right <laughs> right. So maybe even Sandra at her age could be saying that too. Mm, that's a hard one. Well, Sandra could do it. Yeah. I, and not Susan. She's been with another woman. <laughs> All right. So maybe it's Susan. All right. Let's make it Susan. All right. All right. So now we're going to do the closing awards and you, you go ahead and say what they are. Okay, so we have um, the squirm, the, yeah, squirmworthy, right, squirmworthy, oh my God. Um, I I think the only time that I squirmed, I didn't squirm at any of the kissing this time. I know, we sound like juvenile girls here. <laughs> I I squirmed when he was confronting Kathy. I, I got a little wiggly in my seat. I was like, oh, I squirmed for her because I knew that she could not get herself out of it. Yeah, there was no getting out of that. No, no. So maybe the squirm worthy for me was um, how Teresa was such a pot stirrer. How she confronted her, Kathy, and how she couldn't give in. So I think her narky, her throwing 
I think Kathy, I think Teresa throwing Kathy under the bus is probably squirm worthy for me. Did you squirm a little bit when you saw that? When you saw her doing that? It yeah, made well, uncomfortable. I was like I was uncomfortable. I don't know if yeah. I was like, you're definitely not the friend worthy person. No, <laughs> no. You were making me squirm because that is just making me like, I got really mad. So, so squirm worthy would be like, that's not squirm worthy then. That's like I was turned to shit about her. I think squirm worthy was there was a squirm worthy there where I couldn't look. I kind was of there any kissing? Was yeah, there... I think it was Ellen kissing. Ugh. It that was, was a little squirmy. That was that was. So that that was for okay. Ellen kissing. Yeah, isn't it funny how we think like we get squirmed out when it's like people our age are kissing? It's just I don't like to see it. I I don't know. I don't either. I don't I, like but I don't, I have never, even when I was younger, like married with kids, I never liked seeing other adults my age, PDA. I just didn't. Me either. I don't know I, why. I always want to, I always want to look away. Yeah. Um, okay. So now we've got friend worthy. Okay. I think we've gotten it. I think it's been Susan every week. So you did Susan the first week. I did Nancy the first week and then the second week or third week we did April. Okay. So week four, I have a few. Like I loved Nancy on this show. She was but really I, cute. But I love Susan too. She's so fun. I love Susan. I'm giving Susan the friend the friend worthy award, and she's just so open and honest and fun and genuine. I know we've thrown that word out a lot today, but she really is. She really is. I I adore her. So I might we'll go with that. I, I thought that was hysterical how, how um, April was walking around with the sage, getting rid of all the negative emotions or whatever. That was so funny. And they go, she's just like a little, what, they didn't say butterfly. What they say? She's just like a little fairy. Coming into I know. I know. I, she's so, so cute. I, I, I mean, again, I didn't see them connecting. This is just to show you that. You know, what we think physically is beautiful, like, uh, you know, we all agree that they're all beautiful women, but personality is everything. And then the chemistry, it's, it's the way somebody smells, it's the way somebody looks at you, it's, it's just, it's a, you can't pinpoint it. It's just a thing. It's chemistry. Yes, it's just like pheromones for pets <laughs> it's pheromones it's exactly it's exactly that's what it is it's the pheromones and he's got it hard for uh for Teresa. he does i don't know what's gonna happen there i i do predict that he's gonna send ellen home next week um i think he's gonna I think he's gonna send i shouldn't be doing this but i am um, i think he's gonna send ellen and sandra home next week because it'll only be two i don't know Unless somebody sends themselves home again. I kind of hope somebody does because that's just so fun to watch. <laughs> I know. I know. I just love the way Nancy did it. It was like, what, a two-second conversation, right? Yeah. What exactly did you remember what exactly she said to him? She's, I think, I no, but I think it was what you said along the lines of she was like, I don't feel like we've had a lot of one-on-one -on -one time. And maybe there's not a lot of connection because of that. And he said, I think you're right. Like so mature, right? That was so mature. Couldn't it, it just you hear about all these 
these dating things and people, you know, texting, then they wait five hours to hear from somebody. It's like, this is just the way it's supposed to be done. I don't feel there's a connection. Me either. Goodbye. I wish you well. That's it. See ya. Did you know this? And I did not know this until I watched Alex's live show. Did you hear him when they were talking about this? No. You send a, okay, if you send a text and you take it back right away and retype it, they can see the old text. No. Yes. You can too. You can see the old text. You just push on it and you can see the original text. What's the point of it? Right. So if I sent something to you, but then I was like, oh, no, no, no. I didn't mean to send that to her. And then I go to press on it, unsend, right? And it goes, you could still see it. Now, I don't know if I can still see it that way. But if you you took it away and it went, and then you said, hey, what's up? I could see the original one. Oh, my God. I had no idea. Yeah, because this little girl sent a text to a guy right after their first date, and she was like, oh, I had so much fun. And then she was like, what was I thinking? I'm not going to play like I'm so desperate in that. And so she took it away and was like, uh, had said something completely different. But he read the whole thing, so he knew. Oh, my God. That's mortifying. Yeah, so now you know. (laughs) Oh, wow. Not that I do it very often, but if I'm – I've done it a few times. I do it when I get upset and I text something. I'm well, like, why am I sending that? And I take it. Away. Okay. I was going to say that. Me too. Right. Um, I oh. still think one of the things that we, I think we sort of added last week was who we thought was going to be the next Bachelorette. I know that Edith is getting a lot of attention now that she's off the show, our Silver Fox. And mm-hmm. a lot of people are talking about her possibly being that she should be the next Bachelorette. But I don't think she will be because she got off the show too soon, which meant that, you know, the viewers didn't really get to um, get to know her. At this point of the game, I think that the Bachelorette would probably be Susan. Yes, but what about Joan? Hey, she didn't really make much of an impact. I know we thought she was lovely, but they want to see people with personality, who have more FaceTime, and those ladies just didn't get enough FaceTime. They don't go back that far. I would be surprised. Susan does have a great personality. I think it would either be Susan or Sandra. Les- oh, okay. I think it would either be Susan or Leslie. Okay. I see them with the most dynamic personalities on the show right now. I think Faith is lovely, but I don't. She doesn't seem to have like a very feisty, interesting personality. She seems lovely. I think she's almost too sensitive. Yeah, and I didn't think she was going to be like that. Mm-mm. And then Ellen. And I think she's really wanting a man. I think she really wants Gary. Who, Ellen or Faith or both? Faith. I do too. She's really showing, I think, too much of her insecurity, and that's what I don't like for her. It's like, come on, Faith, you don't need to do this. Almost, you know, oh, I wanted more time with you. Okay, wait, so Susan and who else was the other one? Oh, Leslie? Susan or Leslie, if they don't make it to the end. Yeah. I I think could be great. I but but even April, I know she's gone, but like I even think April would be so cute as Yeah, but if Edith is getting a lot of talk, I we didn't see a lot of personality with Edith, really. None. We saw a ton with April. Right. And I don't know if all, are there very many tall bachelorettes? Because all the other girls are pretty petite, except for 
Susan seems really tall. She, she does tall? seem really, I don't know. She seemed pretty tall. Like she seemed really tall standing next to Gary. Yeah, she could be 5'8". We'll have to figure out how tall she is. Um, We're going to find a lot of tall guys. Yeah. That's a thing. It's a thing. Well, the last um, bachelorette charity was like, you know, all of maybe five foot two, weighing maybe a hundred pounds, dripping wet. She said she wanted tall men. Oh my so god. She huh. wanted tall men. So I think that's why. Oh, wait, what are tall men to her? <laughs> I think really tall. Like she ended okay. up with a guy who's like six foot five or six foot seven. No way. Yes. Wow. Yes. And it was him or Joey, and Joey's not particularly tall, right? Because we looked up how tall Gary was, and Gary's like really only 5'8 or 5'9, right? So, oh, so, and, so the girl's looking really tall next to him. That's not that tall. He no. just seems like he would be taller. Yeah. That's the first time I saw, like yeah. I saw him next to Joey, and I know that Joey's not tall, but Jesse's tall, and Jesse is taller than him, I think, a little bit taller. Anyway, oh, by, the way, by the way, Gary looked much better in a suit than he does his leisure wear. He looked oh, more felt in his suit. I disagree with you. I do oh, not really? like him in the suit. I think his suit looks too baggy on him. I thought he looked really, really cute uh, when he had a little bit of scruff and his eyes were twinkling blue, um, like at the pickleball place. He did look cute at the pickleball place, but at the very beginning... <laughs> thing I didn't like his little scruff too much but um I thought I didn't see the whole pantsuit or anything I think I just saw at the top of it and I thought he looked very clean and just more spelt where you didn't see any of his middle or anything like sometimes you do in his other clothes does he have a belly not really when you see him sit down you see I mean my god he's 72 he's gonna have a little bit in mind it's probably not a belly it's probably skin skin because he's thin right yeah right. Yeah. It's um, but I I like him. It's just the opposite. I don't care for him in the suit. I almost wish he wouldn't wear a suit at the rose ceremony, but I know that he does. And I really like him with like a little bit of scruff and a little bit of sunburn. <laughs> like yeah. he almost looked hot to me. I don't yeah. find he's not my type. I just don't. But he's I like Gary now. I think we're on Team Gary. I think we like him now, right? Yeah, I like him a lot more now. Yeah. Well, this was really, really fun. I loved, loved, loved this episode. And if you loved it too, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe. You can connect with me or Kim. Kim is Content Kim, and I am at Jody Harrison Bauer on all platforms. And until next week, stay golden. Bye, everybody.